Hello, hello. Welcome back to Finesse Your First Year. Woo. It is yet another week in the semester, and we are still here. And I am still Sarah. I'm still Caitlin. And we're so glad you're back joining us. Um, I'm going to let Caitlin take it away and introduce this. Yeah, so this week in the Explore class, um, you didn't really have class because this week, Melinda Lowe, the author of Last Night at the Telegraph Club, which was the community read and the first year read this year, she came to speak today. Um, I actually just got back from hearing her talk, which was a wonderful experience. Um, She is amazing and hearing her thought process was really cool. But in light of the fact that that was kind of what's happening this week and that talking about last night at the Telegraph Club is going to be a thing in the near future as kind of like a vessel to talk about different aspects of identity, we thought that it would be fun to do a little moment of our favorite or like a thing that resonates with us from a movie or TV show, Mm -hmm. a book, and a song. Um, And we kind of picked this topic because we wanted to share some different like life lessons that aren't super academic based Mm -hmm. or even like college related, um, but they're like applicable, you'll see. Um, And we wanted to talk about those through the context of media, like a book, like last last night at the Telegraph Club, Um, because media is something so special, like literature in the arts is so special in that we all find different things that really resonate for us. Or maybe we have things that are like a comfort song or a comfort Mm -hmm. show, things that have helped us through maybe dark times or have been there for really happy times. Um, And I think that it says a lot about a person. So in the spirit of us being... I don't want to say vulnerable, but like more in depth, maybe beyond the academic. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Beyond that kind of like academic aspect, we wanted to kind of give you a little glimpse into our minds in terms of some of our favorite media to consume. Yeah. So we didn't really talk about the logistics of this. Do you want to like back and forth for a specific thing? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to start us off? Sure. Which category are we starting with? Um, I don't know. You pick. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go in the order of my notes. So I started with a song. Um, and this song is by Jason Mraz. It's called Have It All. And not only was my senior quote in high school from this song, but it is a song that we, my family, will like belt out in the car. We know all of the words. And it's just like this really sweet like love letter from Jason Raz to his kids. And all of the lyrics are about how he wants nothing but the world for his kids and how, and I think also his wife. Um, But it's just the sweetest little, I hope that the world treats you well sort of song. And one of the lines, one of my favorite lines is, and may the worst of your May the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. I love that one. It's just the best line ever. Um, And so basically my life lesson from this song is that people are rooting for you. So even when you are like down on your luck, you're not having a great day, even if you feel like the entire world is against you, it's not. I can promise you there is at least one person, probably a dozen who are all in your corner cheering you on, even if they're not 
texting you or calling you, you have people who are rooting for you. And by being at Simmons, I can literally guarantee it. <laughs> um, so if you're ever not feeling great, play that song, have it all by Jason Mraz, listen to the words, let it lift you up, and know that people are rooting for you. Aw, cute. It's quite the sentimental beginning, my god. Okay, so to kind of pull it in the opposite direction, I'm going to start talking, and those who know this song are going to be like, what? Um, my probably favorite song of all time at the moment is Waiting Room by Phoebe Bridgers. Um, and it's definitely an interesting choice, but where I'm going with this is a few different directions. The first being, um, kind of speaking to that thing of like, sometimes you find things that just really resonate with you. This really resonated with me and made me feel really seen. Um, it has a lot of elements of like self-sacrificial love, um, and talking about that. So the whole thing is like, if you were a teacher, I'd fail your class, like, just to take it again. Um, and framing love in that way of, like, little things that seem really romantic, but it's also, like, actually you are making sacrifice to yourself. Um, and when I first heard that, it identified for me a lot of the ways that I have felt about other people in my life before. Um, and it was really nice to feel seen in that way. Um, and then a good three minutes of the song are Phoebe just repeating over and over, like, I know it's for the better. Um, so a few different things here. I really latch on to the I know it's for the better kind of mantra because even if it isn't for the better, to tell myself that it is for the better is helpful um, and kind of like compartmentalizing. Um, but the other thing with this is that I felt so seen with this song and the way that this type of love was like represented. Um, and also Phoebe's whole thing with this song is she refused to play it for a really long time live because she said, um, it was something that she wrote in high school, and she felt like it was really immature, and she has moved on, but she did start singing it again. So I think the big thing for me is that, like, I am able to use this song as a way to think about growth, that, like, not all love has to be self-sacrificial, and you can really, really love someone and show up for them in a way that doesn't involve cutting yourself down. And also, we can grow from those feelings and then still reflect and reflect positively about them all while maintaining the belief that like there is a an end goal there is an outcome it is for the better wow <laughs> yeah all of that um i sorry to disappoint any fans um am not a phoebe bridgers listener so i have heard that song like once or twice um but i don't know it super well she does hear me talk about it like on the I daily <laughs> I'm familiar with it. I, I know her name. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that was the song round. Yeah. That was pretty good. What's next? All right. I'm moving on to movies and TV, which okay. for me was really, really, really hard because mm. I'm a big consumer of movies and TV she is. because I think they can teach us a lot. And so I could do literally an entire episode. If you want it, let us know in the comments mm. about <laughs> or don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, about movies and TV. So I chose a movie called The Proposal. <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock. Doesn't get better. We are than big that. Ryan Reynolds fans in this household. Big Ryan Reynolds fans. I'm really a Blake Lively fan, but <laughs> I could also do an entire episode about my uh, favorite actors. So there's that. Um, the Proposal. Classic rom com kind of movie. And I think for those of you who haven't seen it, I would 
so highly recommend it. I haven't seen it. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my god. I know what we're doing, <laughs> like, tomorrow. Oops. Anyways, um, the premise is that Ryan Reynolds' character is, like, an assistant to Sandra Bullock's character, who is some kind of publisher at, um, editor at a publishing firm. And she is going to get deported from the U.S. back to Canada because, like, her papers expired or something like that. But if she marries somebody in the U.S., she can stay. Mm. So she uses her, like, power in her job to be like, hey, Ryan Reynolds' character, we're going to get married. Um, and so that's kind of the premise of the movie is the proposal. My life lesson from this movie is to just go with it like go with your gut let things happen because it's so cliche but like things that are meant to happen will happen and if you just go with it follow life where it takes you things will work out even if it takes a million twists and turns and like in the movie in one scene like she ends up falling off the boat into the water. So, like, even if you fall off the boat into the water, you will end up where you need to end up <laughs> if you just follow life where it takes you and go with it. Go with the flow. And now it's for the better. And now it's for the better. There <laughs> you go. Yep. Okay, so I guess we have to watch that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose Grey's Anatomy. I have been watching Grey's Anatomy for a really long time, and I am, like, pretty much caught up to date. I haven't finished the most recent episode, but I'll get there soon. Um, And I think there's a lot that Grey's Anatomy could teach us as individuals. Um, And before you roll your eyes at me, I'm not taking it in any direction that you'd expect it to go in. The lesson that I am taking from Grey's Anatomy is know when to say goodbye. Um, Know when to gracefully make your exit don't overstay your welcome. There are some times when our best is a period of time and you just just maybe end, quit while you're ahead. Um, and I think that this is really applicable to school and life of just like in terms of overexerting yourself or putting yourself into relationships where you're not feeling valued, things like that. Like don't overstay your welcome. Don't do your run for too long. Um, so all of this to say, I love Grey's Anatomy. And also I think that they should have ended probably like three seasons ago, but of course I'm committed to watching it to the end. I have to see how it happens, but I want them to end while they still have like some dignity left and some original characters would be nice. Yeah. That's something I don't watch. I've contemplated about a million times watching that show. And every time I think about catching up on the, how many seasons? It's like 19. 19 seasons. I'm like, yeah, no. Um, I will continue watching Castle and Psych and mm-hmm. all of those shows. Gilmore Girls. All yeah. of those. Yeah. Okay. Movies and TV. Done. Check. Moving on to books. Mm-hmm. Okay. I read a book over the summer called The Unsinkable Greta James. Mm. <laughs> it was fantastic. I don't know if I would call it like anything that rivals Shakespeare. But it was fantastic. And it had the elements of, like, I can't say hero's journey because that's not true. But Greta James goes on her own journey. It's an arc. Like, it's both plot and character driven. It's phenomenal. It's got familial relationships. 
it's got romantic relationships, it's got everything you could imagine. And the life lesson that I took from that book is to make time for the people who matter. If you know the plot of the book, I don't want to say really anything um, because it'll totally give it away. But if you've read the book, you know that something that keeps coming up for Greta in the book is that she's confronted with kind of this idea of her past and reconciling it with her present and then where does she want to go in her future with various relationships that have occurred in her life that are currently occurring and that she could maybe see forming. So all of that to say in the relationships that you have, make sure that you're spending time with the people who matter to you and you're not always looking at what relationships are starting. Try and stay in the present as much as you can and focus on the relationships that really matter to you. I know that might not make a ton of sense since I'm not I think it makes sense. Plot. Okay, cool. Then we'll <laughs> go with it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I had a really hard time choosing what book I want to talk about. I am a really big reader. Um, this is going to be a piece of advice that's like tangential. So um, a little anecdote for you. This summer, I decided that I needed to reclaim my hobbies. I don't know if anyone can relate, but I felt like high school especially, but even the beginning of college kind of took my hobbies from me and I felt like I didn't really have time for anything other than school anymore. Um, so I decided that I wanted to reclaim my hobbies, the first of which was reading. I didn't make it far otherwise because I just got caught on the reading one. Um, I can attest to that. <laughs> it kind of consumed my summer and I wouldn't have done it any other way. Um, but all that to say, don't let anything take away your hobbies and the things that bring you joy. They are so important. Make space for them. Hang on to them. Mm -hmm. um, with that, I have read a ton of books recently, a little bit less now that the semester has started. So it was hard for me to choose what my favorite was. Um, and we agreed that last night at the Telegraph Club was not going to be talked about in this episode. So I couldn't talk about that <laughs> one, but I have plenty to say about it if you're interested. Um, the book that I went with actually was not like one of my most favorite books that I have read so far. I found a lot of value in it. Um, it's called Honey Girl by an author um, named Morgan Rogers. Um, and I really appreciated the book. It was it was complex and it kind of talked about like what to do when you don't know what to do with your life and those feelings and everything and spontaneity, stuff like that. Um, but I chose this because there was this particular quote and like sentiment in it Um that really stood out to me. Um, so anyways, without further ado, the quote is, it's okay to admit that something can be best just because it makes you happy and not because you had to tear yourself apart to get there. Um, and I just think that that is so important, especially as students um, and people who, you know, everything that people have been kind of engraving in our minds and lives for the past however many years has been like, get the best grade have the best performance on your project or your test, whatever. The best is not always about the top grade or, you know, what looks like the most polished outcome. Sometimes the best is truly what makes you happy, which I guess is not unrelated from my seemingly tangential point about things that make you happy and reading and hobbies. Um, sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself is to just do the things that you really want to do. 
Um, so maybe you present that to your family members who are like, what? Why are you majoring in XYZ thing? You're not going to make money for that. Like, the best might just be what makes you happy. And that's yeah. okay. That's fantastic, actually. Yeah. That's wow. my answer. That's awesome. I have not read that book, but um, oh my god, I haven't consumed any of your media. No. Wow. I don't think I have consumed your song. My song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So those are our answers. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear some of your answers. Yeah. If you have anything that's really resonated with you, drop it in the comments. Is that a thing here? Comments. I'll make one of those um, little question box things where you can type Ooh. in your answer. We'll get fancy with this one. DM us on the EPL Instagram. Oh, yeah. Reach out to the Explore Purely email. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. If you have any media that really resonates with you um, and that you think that we, we might enjoy based off of what we just disclosed to you here. Yeah. Let us know. Please let us know. And continue to, like, find different things that make you happy. Find yes. people that you want to spend your time with. Yes. Yeah. Seek out the happiness. Seek out the good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also know in the bad times that it it'll ideally get better or you know give it purpose yeah and yay you'll find your way i promise <laughs> so i guess that kind of wraps up our little bit um yeah. i know this wasn't super like super applied college knowledge um, it's super applied life knowledge and you know what happens in life college so so true connections and life this stage of life is during college Mm-hmm. Um, but this was definitely fun for us. Yeah. So reflect, spend mm. some time with your own thoughts and your own media. Mm, yeah. Okay. Before I keep rambling, <laughs> before I keep rambling, <laughs> goodbye. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Mm. Okay. All That's right. all. Bye. Bye.